Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. I'd like to say a special thank you to our first monthly supporter, Matis Polak. Thank you so much for helping maintain this show and helping improve it and helping spread Chassidus. And to everybody else, please consider becoming a monthly supporter for even a small donation of 5 to $10. It will really help to make this show continue and become better. At the top of page, Chav Zayin, four lines from the top. The explanation of this idea is... So we're now we're talking about that through the tzimtzum and the separation of the more lofty panemius light from the chitzvenius light, the external, more lower light of Hashem, that allows there to be, first of all, the differentiation between these two because the more contracted, limited light for creation is only going to come from the external light. And from that external light, which is still above creation, there can be drawn down a real contracted light, which is the oir hakav, the light of the, the contracted, finite, limited light of Hashem, which will be source for actual creations. Um, now explain this more. The general level of the, of the infinite energy of Hashem, which is connected to worlds, which has a relationship, is relative to worlds. So the level within Hashem, meaning within the infinite energy of Hashem, uh, before the symptom, what level of that and within Hashem has a somewhat of a connection, a relationship to worlds. That's called the Malchus to Ein Seif. It's the Malchus, which is the lowest of the ten spheres of the Ein Seif of Hashem. So, what does it mean, the Malchus of Ein Seif? It means the lowest level, most external aspect of within the Ein Seif, within the infinite essence of Hashem. In order that there should be worlds in, in, in a way that they should be created worlds as they feel themselves separate identities with their own independent existence. And that they should be created in a way where they are totally limited. And this actually is the ultimate purpose in creation of worlds. That the world should be, they should feel themselves as separate existences. They should, feel, they should have a separate identity. And they should feel themselves independent. As it's known that the, the, in truth, the main purpose of creation is that is that for the ultimate creation of this lowest world, our physical world, which is a yesh mamish, which is a really feels itself separate to the extent that people, that you can come to the mistake to even think that it, it doesn't have a source. Whereas the higher worlds, even though they're created at yesh, also they have their own feeling of separateness, their own feeling of independence. They don't feel they're totally nullified to God. But that's not yesh mamish. That's not a real feeling of independence. Whereas this world totally feels itself independent. And you have to really work on yourself, work to see through the concealment of godliness in this world. So the main purpose of creation is for the creation of this lower physical world, which is a real independent existence. And that is the main intention of creation. Like it says in the verse, I have created, or I have made the earth and I have 
and I have created man upon it. What's the deep explanation of this? It uses the word, specifically the term to, to describe Hashem here, I, which in Chassidus it always refers to I am who I am, meaning the essence of Hashem, which only Hashem himself knows about, nobody else can know. And therefore you don't describe it with any other names of Hashem, with only the seven uh, names which, which are describe Hashem, Avaya, Likim, Kale, Shakai, all those other names are descriptions on Hashem, and therefore, because they relate to di- different levels of godliness and not to the essence of Hashem. Whereas Anlechi, I myself, refers to the essence of Hashem. Like a person says about himself, I, I am who I am. He's talking about himself, the deepest level of himself, which nobody else knows except for him. So when it says, Anlechi Asisi edits, Anlechi Misha Anlechi Asisi edits, Davka, Hashem in his, in his essence made the earth specifically, meaning Hashem in his essence is interested, is his interest, his, his, his pleasure. His ultimate purpose, where do we find the essence of Hashem? Specifically on this physical earth. That's where Hashem in His essence desires. That's what He wants. He, he wants this physical world for us to do our service of Hashem in this world. And what type of earth is it referring to? The earth which Hashem created man upon. Not the higher levels of earth. There's other different levels of earth in Kabbalah. Malchus is always referred to earth, and that could be Malchus of the Yetzirah, Malchus of Bria. But here, what kind of earth are we referring to? The earth that create, that man was created on, which that is referring to our physical earth down here. The physical earth. And also the word Barasi in the verse, I have created, it has the miracle equivalent of 613. And that refers to the 613 commandments which Hashem gave us down here. And that is the ultimate purpose. That there should be fulfillment of the Mitzvahs of Hashem in the physical world, in the edits. And to make the physical things in this world into vessels, the channels for godliness. That these physical things in this world should become channels that express God and not conceal Him, like their nature. An example for this idea, how do you make a physical thing into a vessel for God? It's like the physical shoifer that we use the, the ram's horn for, to blow on Rosh Hashanah, when you fulfill with it the commandment of Hashem, to blow the shoifer on Rosh Hashanah, and becomes a vessel, a channel for godliness. Now it's not only it's not anymore just a ram's horn, which doesn't seem in it. You don't see it in a clear way a revelation of godliness, even though godliness is creating it every moment. But when you use it for to fulfill a commandment of God, which is the will of Hashem, you make that physical object into a vessel that reveals godliness. Now this horn is not a horn. It doesn't have an only dependence existence. It's being used only to express godliness to fulfill the commandment of Hashem. And so too, and the physical esteric that you use for the mitzvah of lulav, and, and also the tefillin that we use. These are all physical objects made out of the hide from an animal, made out of a physical fruit. Similarly, all the physical mitzvahs. Through these physical things, yeah, through fulfilling within these physical things with the will of God and doing Torah mitzvahs, doing a mitzvah through, the, through them, you, you, you make these physical objects into channels, vessels for, to express godliness. And thereby drawing down the revelation of godliness down to here into this world. Whereas before you used it for, to, to fulfill the commandment of God, this physical thing was a total concealment of godliness. It felt independent. It's only independent existence. But now it's all just become a channel to, uh, a vessel to channel the divine. And also, 
the purpose of creation, not just to fulfill Torah down here, but also to subdue the Sitra Achre, to subdue the, the other side, meaning to subdue the animal soul, to subdue the physical world that conceals godliness, to, go, to force it, to go against its will, to go against its nature, and to do the, the, the will of Hashem. Meaning, in your own life, to go against the will of the animal soul, which wants you to do things which are against God's will, and to force yourself to go against that will, and to do what Hashem wants. That that's also fulfilling the ultimate purpose of creation. In this world, is the only place where you have a real opposition to godliness, the sitra achre, in a real intense way, and through forcing that sitra achre to do Hashem's will, you cause that the light of Hashem should be revealed into this place of darkness. Total darkness, not just like the darkness in a more in a more spiritual sense, like in the higher worlds, they also have darkness because there are existences that feel a certain independence, but not a true independence like in this world. But yesterday says yesterday is cool that you should cause the shams to be revealed in an even greater way down here, and especially that you're causing, you're bringing out the you're bringing light within darkness, which causes which. Um, a lot higher level of light to be drawn down because this is where specifically the purpose of Hashem's essence is into this physical world. So where you, when you force the physical world to go against its nature and to reveal godliness, you're revealing the highest level of godliness in this world. As explained in Tanya, chapter 36, the safe Maizazu, that this physical action, this world, this is what arousing Hashem's thought in the beginning, meaning in the highest level of Hashem's purpose of creation is this physical world. Because Hashem desired that he should have a dwelling place in the lower realms. What does that mean? It says in the Medrash, it means that Hashem had a taiva. He has a, a desire, which that means that this is a desire of Hashem himself in its very essence. His desire is that he should have a dwelling place. What's a dwelling place? It's where a person, like a house, where a person can be himself. He can be, doesn't have to cover himself up with so many garments. He can, the essence of the person can, can be there. So too, Hashem in his essence wants to dwell in a revealed way, just like a person is revealed in his house, in the lower realms, meaning specifically in this physical world. And that's why the main purpose of creation is in the creation of this physical, lowly world, which feels itself totally separate to, to the extent that it conceals godliness totally. And that we should reveal godliness in this world, make this world a channel for the divine through fulfilling Hashem's will in this world and through forcing it to go against its will. The fact that the the upper worlds were created in the higher spiritual worlds, even though the whole purpose, seemingly the whole purpose of creation is just for our lowly physical world that totally conceals godliness to reveal godliness here. So why did Hashem have to create the upper worlds? It's only in order that there should be able to be the creation of our lowly world. I did read through the descent of the divine energy. That it descends from level to level through many concealing garments. Until it should be possible to create this physical lowly world. Um, so in order to get down to this physical world, to finally create this world, there has to be a chain, a chain-like descent of creation. There are many, many different um, concealing garments and contractions of the divine energy. And therefore, that's the whole purpose. That's why the upper worlds are created, the higher worlds. Even though, so there's no real purpose in and of themselves in those worlds. The, whole, the purpose is, the ultimate purpose is for our world. But in order to reach our world, there has to be a gradual descent of the divine energy until it should be able to be totally concealed and create this world, this physical world. Um, and in other places explain that even though Hashem obviously is unlimited and he, can, he could create directly from his essence this physical world without all the steps in between, but if he would have done that, 
then there would be no way for us to make a, a, a deep connection to the divine, to Hashem, because it would be no, no way for us to relate to Him. Whereas at the way that Hashem created the worlds, now there's this gradual process, and through the ten spheres and through all the different levels, so now we can understand Hashem and relate to Him in a way where we can have some type of intellectual grasp, so to say, on the on the way that Hashem relates to our world. Where if it was directly from our es- His essence, which totally transcends all of limited creation, we would not have no way of connecting to Him in an intimate, more internalized way. So that's why the only reason the upper worlds are created was in order to reach this lowly world, and all the other worlds are just a gradual descent and concealment of the energy. Nevertheless, um, even though the upper worlds, we call them upper worlds because they are closer and there's more of a revelation of godliness in them, the creation of the upper worlds are still in a way they feel themselves a, a certain independent existence. They feel themselves a little bit separate. They have their own identity. Because obviously they're not comparable whatsoever to not comparable whatsoever to the essence of Hashem from which they, from, or, or to the infinite energy of Hashem. So even the higher worlds, which are have more revelation of godliness, compared to uh, the infinite energy of Hashem, they are totally uncomparable, and therefore they, we must say that they have, a, they have a certain yeshus, they have a certain feeling of independence and identity. Even the level of Adam Kadmoin, the primordial man, which is Shehub parts of Harishim, so even this level, which is basically the general, the general thought that all of all of creation before there was any details, and before the details of creation actually came out into actuality, Hashem had a general thought uh, that included all the details of creation. But before they actually came out into actual existence, this level, which is totally transcends all of the limited the worlds of Tzilas Bria Tzirasia, even this level of Adam Kadmoin. It's called the primordial man because it's primordial in the sense that it's to- totally it transcends creation. But at the same time, it's called Odom Kadmin, it's the man, because within it has all the details of creation, but in a way where they're not yet totally defined. They're within the general point, like this idea of a, a, of sort of like a seed that you plant a tree with. Within that seed is the potential for all the different uh, trunk of the tree and the fruits and everything, but you cannot see all those details yet within that essential seed. So too, this is the general thought of all creation. All the details are there, but in a concealed way because they're all absorbed within the source of, of godliness. So even that level of Ak, which is a very sublime, like primordial Kadm, very high level, Shuhu parts of Edition, it's the first time where you have this idea of the, so to say, a parts of a face, of spheres, meaning that before, in the first time you have a some type of details of relating to creation. It's still called the man of Bria of the general worlds. As is explained in other um, places in Chassidus that and in Kabbalah, that besides the the specific worlds of um, Asiya, Yitzira, Bria, Atzilus, there's also in the general sense these ideas of these four worlds are expressed in more general and in, in levels of creation. So the level of Bria, which is still... Um, even though it's the third highest world, it's almost at Silas, but Bria is already it's called the world of creation because there it's a it's a such a contraction to create that world that it's almost as if it's a Yashmi'ain and a something from nothing. So even this level of this level of Ak, Adam Kadmin, it relates to the world of Bria in a more general way. It's not the specific world of Bria, but it relates to the world of Bria. 
So that itself shows you that even though we're talking about a very sublime level of godliness before the details of creation have actually come out and to become real ex- expressed in actual details, limited details, limited parts of creation, nevertheless, it's still called Adam de Bria. It's the man of Bria, of the world of creation, therefore it still has its own separate existence. That it's creation, even the world of the level of Ak has to be created something from nothing. And this type of creation comes from Malchus. Which Malchus is the lowest of the ten spheres, which we've said that it allows for the feeling of separateness, allows for the feeling of like the idea of the Melech There's no king without a nation. That the whole idea of being a king requires that there should be a feeling of a separate nation, a nation which is totally separate from the king. Um, so that's that's where we see that even the highest world which we can talk about, still has its own identity, its own independence, obviously in a lot more higher fashion. It doesn't feel itself totally separate, but it, it feels itself. The fact that it feels itself at all shows that it's not totally absorbed in godliness yet. So we were saying from the beginning of this page that the Tzimtzum eventually allows for the drawing down of the Erekav, the limited, contracted divine energy which relates to the limited worlds and can actually be a source for creation. And we said that um, uh, the level of the within the Eirin Saif, the level within in within Hashem that relates to creation, is called Malchus of Ein Saif, the lowest sphere of Ein Saif. Which what does that mean? That means the lowest, most external level within the within the Ein Saif, within Hashem. And now we just said now that the the even the creation, even the level of Ak of Adam Kadmon, it has to come through this lowest, this lowest level, most external level of the Hashem, which is called which is Malchus. And any feeling of separateness has to be created, is generated through this idea, through the sphere of Malchus, which we said, the Eimelech Bleam, there's no nation without a king. And the whole idea of a nation is a separate entity which feels itself separate, and that's that the king rules over that. You can't be a king over your children. You can't be a king over your own limbs, over your own body. They has to be a separate, uh, a separate being, people that feel themselves separate and don't have an intimate relation with you, and they can be the nation which the king can rule over. So the whole idea of a kingship obligates that there should be be a feeling of separateness, and the king should be a king over that. So that's the idea of even the ak, which is a high level, has to come through malchus because it does feel itself separate. Okay, do hafresh bein midas malchus shar midas. As it's known, the general difference between um, the attribute of Malchus, of kingship of Hashem, and all the rest of the attributes of Hashem, the, that um, that because of this general distance, we're going to say that's why the creation of separateness and all of create all of existence, even the highest worlds, the lowest worlds, has to come through Malchus, not through the other midas, not through the other but of attributes, the higher spheres. All the rest of the uh, the attributes of Hashem. The way that they're drawn down and the way that they relate to each other is in a way of ilova alu, cause and effect. Meaning, um, meaning the way that they relate to each other is in a way of that there's a source and that source, within that source, there is already the, the, that which goes out of that source, that which stems from the source before it was created was already within the source before as opposed to the idea of yesh me'ayin, something from nothing, that the yesh, which is created, does not exist at all within the ayin, within the nothingness. Ilava'alu, 
some uh, cause and effect means that there's the effect that which comes out, that which stems from the cause already existed there within the effect, within the, that which comes out of the cause already existed within the cause. And therefore, it, you must say that there is somewhat of a relationship between the effect and the cause, because the effect already existed within the cause in a concealed way, in a potential way. Whereas yesh me'ayin, no, there has no relativity, they don't relate at all to each other, and uh, that's why they can be, the, the yesh can be created in a way which doesn't feel its source at all. Whereas the ilava'ul, anything which is created in a way of cause and effect, always feels its source because it's, it already existed within that source. So the midas, the rest of the midas exist in a way, the way that they are drawn down from each other is in a way of cause and effect. They have a relationship with each other. Uh, because the, the attributes themselves, the emotive attributes themselves, their creation from each other is in a way of cause and effect. Um, so not only, like it's not only that they're generally how they're drawn down uh, from Hashem, from Hashem, the, the way that they're created, these, um, these uh, attributes are in a way of cause and effect. If they have a source, and they were within that source and are concealed way beforehand. But the fact, the, the, also the way that they relate between each other, all, after they're already created, is in a way of ilavala cause and effect. And that shows you that it must be that also the way that they're created in the first place is in a way of cause and effect. Like in the, as it's known in the Kabbalah, there's three different general categories of the spheres, the right side, the left side, and the middle. So the right side is all the spheres which relate to the general idea of Hamshacha, Yispash, Hashpa, giving over. And that's the idea of Chesed, of kindness, giving over, um, a flow of energy. So in the, in the, the right side, of the, the right category of the spheres, which includes Chochma, uh, Chesed, and Netzach, the creation of kindness, of Chesed, from Chochma, from wisdom, is in a way of cause and effect. That the attribute of kindness was first included, is absorbed within the, within the, the, um, the level of Chochma, of wisdom, and it, and it came out of that source in a way of um, from concealment the concealed state to the revealed state meaning that it was already there in a concealed way and now it was just revealed and so the way that a person for example he, he wants to do a kindness he wants to do something kind to a person to something else do a favor first in his mind he conceptualizes and he thinks about how this is a good person I like this person and automatically he's aroused in the emotion to do kindness to them, and the emotion of kindness is, stems directly from that intellectual con- conceptualization in his mind. It was already there, and even the the emotive attribute was already there in the mind, as it's as a person can see before he has a feeling that he wants to do kindness in his heart. Already in his mind, he starts to have a ten, a a an atia, a certain turning towards. In his mind, he comes to the conclusion in his mind, I want that this person is good, I want to do good for them. And then he has always the feeling in his heart. But you see that the emotion already starts within the source, within the chachma, within the mind. It just comes in a, from a concealed state to a revealed state in the heart. Uh, even though it's explained in other places that the intellect in general is a lot higher than the emotions. Um, so, so seemingly if the intellect is so much higher than the emotions, how can we say that the emotions... Are already included within the intellect, and the way that they relate to the intellect is in a way of ilava'ol, cause and effect. They were already there, 
And cause and effect means that there is a close relationship between the cause and the effect. Emotions and intellect are very far from each other, as is explained in other places. Emotions are all about, they're a lot more about yesh, they're about the person himself, how I feel towards something, whereas the intellect is about the objective truth about the matter. It's, uh, it's not about me so much, it's about the, the purity of the concept and not about how I relate to it. So there's a huge difference between intellect and emotions. Nevertheless, there is within the intellect already the inclusion of the emotions. Like I just said, that there's already within the intellect when a person thinks about some, something, or how a person is a very good person, he already in his intellect comes to an intellectual conclusion and a leaning towards, a detia towards that person, towards doing good to, towards that person. That's already the idea of what I feel, but how it is within the intellect. Especially within the more external, lower aspect of the intellect, um, that there's a there's for sure more relationship to the midas to the emotions. Shehin makar lemidas. That's the actual source for the emotions. Harayim kulin bahem Within that external aspect of the intellect is for sure the emotions are included. The external aspect of intellect meaning not the actual intellectualization, the think, the comprehension of, you know, the the logic. Whatever the comprehension behind this idea that this is a good person, but rather the the intellectual conclusion how I feel about that person. That's the more external, lower aspect of the intellect, the conclusion of the intellect, not the seminal point of the intellect where you start thinking about the general idea of this person. But when you already reach the conclusion this is a good person, that's the more external aspect of the intellect because it's already relating to what you feel about the person and not to just the purity of the world of intellect. The objective truth, you already start to relate to it in a subjective way, how I feel about it. And that is the direct source for the emotions. So, for sure the emotions are totally included there within that, within that source of the intellect, the external intellect. So the source of, of chesed is in chachmah, specifically, not just the fact that um, in general the idea of, of kindness is rooted, first of all, within the intellect, and there is even an idea of this kindness within intellect, like we said, but the specific source for kindness um, is within chesed, because it's on the right side. They're both on the right side of the of the grouping of the midas, whereas the specific source of gvura, of severity, or of um, fear, which is also an, an expression of severity of gvura, that specific source is within Bina, the left side, which is understanding. So, because the difference between Chachma and Bina, um, Chachma is just the seminal point of the concept before it's developed yet and understood with all the details and explanations, whereas Bina is really the is understanding of it through explanations and analogies and all the details of the concept. So that seminal point of Chachma is the source, is the specific root for the idea of kindness. And whereas severity... And all the ideas that are expressions of severity, intensity, are expressions come directly from Bina, from understanding. As it's known that Chachma and Bina are relate to, to relate to water and fire. Um, the specific trait, the characteristic of Chachma is more cold like water. It's the specific point of the concept where you're not yet excited about the concept yet because you don't understand it yet. It's just like cold water flowing. And that's Chachma, whereas Bina is now where you understand it. It's come down to your to your mind, to your, your 
specific personal mind, you start to get the concept with your own explanations and all the details, that's when you get excited about it, like fire, the heat and the excitement of fire. So Chacham Bina are Maim and Eish, water and fire. So Chesed, which is also an idea of coldness, it's not this excitement and passion, which is more of a trait of Gvuda. Chesed is also this has this so to say this coldness to it, and that is why it's related to chachm, which is also this idea of coldness. And so therefore, the existence of 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 chesed is included is absorbed within the specifically the the sphere of chachma, which is also related to this characteristics of water. And the parentheses he says the The main idea is the being that also the attribute of chesed of the, the of kindness, the feeling of I want to be kind to somebody else is still a koyach ruchni, as a spiritual uh, potential, a spiritual power. And therefore, it's, it's possible that it, it's, it's relevant to say that it is absorbed and included already within chokhmah. Meaning, uh, chesed is a, lot more, uh, is a lot more spiritual and refined and higher sublime idea than gvuda is. Gvuda and this it relates a lot more to the mitzvahs, to the existence of the person, of my understanding, my feeling, and therefore a person gevura has it relates to uh, relates to the different midas of of uh, of even of of being upset relates to gevura and uh, a lot more intense which relate more feelings that relate to the mitzvahs of the person, to the yeshes of the person, to the person's own feeling of separateness. Whereas chesed is all about, is all about giving to somebody else. It's a lot less about my, my existence. It's, about, it's a lot more bitl. Uh, it relates a lot more to the self-nullification of the person and not to how he feels, not to him feeling himself. So chokhmah, like we said before, is a very, is a very lacking a feeling of self. It's just the point of the concept before it's descended into your personal intellect in the way you're understanding. So therefore, chesed, which is also a lot more spiritual trait and a lot more relating to this characteristic of bittel, of self-effacement, going outside yourself, giving to somebody else, therefore it can, you can say that it's, it, it's included within this, also this idea of chachma, which is a, which is a bittel, a sphere of total, uh, totally permeated by bittel, like the word chachma itself is koyach ma, the power, the potential of ma, of nothingness. So that's why chesed, and the main reason why chesed can be included within chachma is because of this more bitteldic, more self-effacing quality of chesed, which is similar to the self-effacing quality of chachma. And therefore, the chesed within the chesed within its specific source of chokhmah comes out of it comes out of that source from a concealed state to a revealed state. Meaning that it was there before, just in a concealed way, totally absorbed and subsumed within that source, and it was just revealed. Not that it was created; its existence was created, nothing from something. No, it was ilva alul. It was already there within its within the within the cause. It's just uh, it was there in a concealed way, and then its existence is revealed as it descends out of that source. And similarly, Netzach, which is also on the right side, the right grouping of the spheres, which relating, relate to the general idea of giving out. So Netzach, which is victory, victorious, overcoming, 
something being victorious. This idea is also, this sphere is also anafa chesed, is the outbranch of chesed, of kindness. It also relates to chesed in a way of cause and effect, meaning it was already within this, this, this emotive attribute of chesed in a concealed way, and it just it was revealed from its concealed state. Um, and not in a way of yesh me'ayin, rather it was actually there before in a concealed way, and it just revealed from there. As we see clearly that the the, pers- the emotive attribute of of overcoming of victory, it it out it outbranches from the emotive attribute of chesed, which chesed is the idea of ispashtus of extending out of uh, being outgoing and. Uh, being a very broad and outgoing person, so that's why. It's, and also in the words, works of Kabbalah, Chesed is also called by another name of Gdula, of greatness, of broadness, because it's this is idea of express this idea of Chesed being very broad and very outgoing. And um, so victory, this uh, this attribute of victory is also is an outbranching of this idea of Chesed, which is outgoingness. To call Ish Rochov Levav the Gdula Yiseda. Any person who is very broad heart and very just outgoing and very you know always always going out of himself and not you know introverted he's extroverted any person is extroverted meaning he's he more relates to the idea of chesed uh, which that's the idea of chesed kindness it's not just kindness in the sense of being kind the feeling of being kind to others it's also this idea of like I said outgoing being a, a extrovert. So anyone who has that bida very strong, he will have also more the ability to overcome any challenges, to be victorious, to not to give in so much. Whereas the introvert will be a lot harder for him to express that at uh, victory. And in the parentheses, according to explain another place, that the chesed of the, of the midas of Atsilas. Um, of the emotive attributes of the world of Atsilas is the chesed of Ma, meaning until now we are explaining the chesed here is more of a uh, expression of chesed going outside of yourself, kindness, outgoing, like we said. But according to explained in that the chesed of Atsilas is a different type of chesed. It's a chesed of Ma. Ma meaning the connection more to Chochmah, to Bittl. He said Ma, like Moshe Rabbeinu said about himself, Anachnu Ma, what are we? And Rashi explains that Ma Anu What are we considered? We're considered as nothing before Hashem. Why are you complaining to us? We are nothing. We're just messengers of Hashem. So Chesed of Atzilus is more of a bittel type of Chesed, of a lot more, not of a um, expression of going outside, outgoing. And the idea of being outgoing um, and going and you know a spastus of your own mitzias. Expression of your own uh, your own independent identity, that's not so much of a idea of bittel. Bittel is more of an inner, stays within and more connected to the self and to the soul, and doesn't go outside because the 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 fact that person the fact that a person's expressing is going outside is being outgoing. That is an expression of his own metzius of his own yeshes, his own independent identity, and what we're talking about here the chesed. Uh, the attribute of the emotion of chesed of Atsilas is more relating to a more bittel type of um, expression of chesed. So what would that be then? And kind of contradictory, not contradictory, but different than what we said before. 
of it's more of an Indian of Ispashtus of your Metzias. So according to that, So then the idea of Netzach, uh, which is an out, an expression or an out-branching of that chesed, of that bittel type of chesed, the idea of victory, of victory would be more of an inner victory, an inner overcoming your own problems, your own um, obstacles within yourself. To overcome the obstacles within yourself that are holding you back from giving over whatever it is that you want to give over, you're going to teach teaching something, or giving over your um, giving uh, tzedakah charity. Explained um, the that the idea of netzach is always to overcome the obstacles, whether they're outside or inside your own self. So the person inside he has an inner battle, whether to whether to um, give charity to how much to give and the expression of the netzach, how it's an outbranching of chesed of atzilus would be more, since it's more of a bittel type of chesed because we're talking about the world of atzilus which is which is connected to the idea of ma, bittel, so the netzach would also be a more inner type of an inner victory, not an outer expression of victory, which more more connected to yeshis, so that would be Overcoming the inner obstacles, the inner battle of giving that money, of giving over the hashpa, which is chesed. And this idea of victory, inner victory, comes also from the overcoming, uh, from the overpower, overpowering chesed, kindness. In order that his his kindness should be even greater, and find a greater expression. Therefore. Because he wants to be, to express that kindness, like to give charity, therefore he overcomes his own in his own inner alp, inner battle. He is victorious over himself and, and against anything which is in himself, which is preventing him from giving this charity or whatever he is going to give. Therefore, it concludes from here that he, uh, that also the the attribute of of nitzuach of victory. Is also included within the attribute of chesed of kindness. Whether it's like the way we explained before the parentheses that it's an expression of um, the spashtus of chesed, the the outgoing nature of chesed, and therefore you're the more outgoing you are, the more you're able to be victorious to overcome the ex- external obstacles and to express um, to express your yourself and to be more victorious over things. Or whether it's a more inner victory, uh, which is more connected to the chesed of Atzilus, which is a more bittel type of chesed, overcoming the inner battle that you have to give charity or, or whatnot. It's all driven still, this victory is all driven by the idea of chesed of kindness, of expressing your inner attribute of, of giving. And that's the end of page Chaf Zayin. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chsidis. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chsidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teirah Lukute Teirah almost every week. And there you'll also find an archive for all our other, or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. 
And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.